1: And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
2: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Family. We got C-Block coming up in just one second, but wanted to make sure you are aware at 220 today eric for the bet payoff for the survivor pool has to drink the <laughs> the milkshake mixture of thanksgiving foods turkey cranberry juice corn oh my god a roll
0: and pumpkin pie that's awesome and his milkshake brings all the boys to the yard
3: it definitely does <sighs> hopefully they'll pick better than he does Do you remember the we had some friends over at Capriati's for a while, and when they moved down Ooh, here, they for
0: They would mm-hmm. bring
3: those sandwiches up, and they would bring the Thanksgiving sandwich up, and it was awesome. It was
2: awesome, but you didn't liquefy that and then force <laughs> that person to drink it. So, yeah, 220, pumpkin pie, roll corn, cranberry juice, turkey, mm-hmm. all mixed into- I feel like they need to
3: include salad.
2: A drink. That's not bad enough for him? Yeah.
3: Well,
0: it makes it go down better. Yeah, it like, helps you
3: digest better. Yeah. You want digestion.
0: You want the fiber, mm-hmm. the roughage. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: What they call it roughage. Yeah, I guess so. Now <laughs> the C block, <laughs>
2: the C block starring Corey Majors. See, Corey, this is why mm-hmm. I don't look at the bidding website. Because somebody You're addicted, aren't you I got know. it to two fifty, we the, did it. Yeah,
3: but even more. To
2: Wolos, you did it. And somebody text, somebody emailed and they're like, Hey, here's my receipt. I would love to come see the show. Also, I bid on these things. And then I started looking at the website and I got distracted. And that is not good for me. So I've been great distracted. For you. Let's see block
3: it up. The Mike oh. Parsons helmet and tickets has gone up, by the way. Yeah, I'm proud of that. For
0: that, for the nobody rain- wants to bid on the autograph chair, though. I feel disrespected. okay. Well, we're not even supposed to really be <laughs> running this yet. <laughs> this so is tomorrow.
2: I wouldn't oh. actually worry about it too much just yet. Okay. That Rangers suite. Sorry, Corey. This is your segment. You go. Does ahead. that include go. alcohol? By the way, do you know? I don't know. I do know it's catered, and so the suite holds 18 people. Me, Corey, and Mike are three of them. That means you can figure out whatever the hell you want to do. You can with. bring fifteen other people yeah, with you. Yes, you can bring fifteen people. We also have par- six parking passes to a home game with the KNC masterpiece. Can I get a ride? Sure. If it goes for a certain amount, I'll surely I'll pick you up and take you to the game. I didn't want to ride
3: from you. Oh, well, that's hurtful. I Mike, have great parking. See, that's what I want to go with Mike. Mike has I, great park.
0: Right. I mean, parks under the stadium, dude. I don't know. That's David. <laughs> They don't trust me to do that. All right. But I get to park. about, I would say 30 yards to 40 yards away from the building. We all need to ride with Mike. I also want to ride with
3: you now, Mike. (laughs) We're all, it's team. It's team thing. All right, guys. Jerry Jones hopped on with Sean and RJ and Bobby this morning. I don't know why you keep doing it like that.
0: Special guest. (laughs) It's...
3: Jerry was the, or Bobby's the special, Bobby. special guest, Bobby special Belt. Special guest Sean and RJ with special guest Bobby Belt. He
0: has the belt way. <laughs> I like
3: that. Oh, my God. And this was, for me, cut three. This was the, this is the Jerry cuts. The most significant thing of the day. And I don't know if everybody heard it the same way Kevin and I did. Yep. Mike, I want you to see if you hear the same thing I hear. Does it feel like Kellen Moore has finally figured out how to use Tony Pollard?
4: Well, I think Mike McCarthy candidly has uh, seen how to not only maximize Kellen and maximize uh, what we can do offensively, but uh, match that up with what Dan's doing. And uh, uh, that that was uh, for a coach that uh, uh, has coached a lot of ball games. I see if we can win this game out here uh, Thursday that uh, he'll win 150 ball games in the NFL, Uh, but he's matching it up, boy, and he's... Coordinate and then you talk about complimentary football, you hear that from him all the time. He did a heck of a job. Did a heck of a job of uh, coming off of obvious disappointment. No one was any more wounded than he was coming out of Green Bay. And then to turn that around and uh, work with the team and, and uh, put that together was a thing of beauty. Well done, Coach.
3: So. That was, asked, that was a question about Kellen Moore.
2: And it went from. Mike McCarthy and what he's done with Dan has worked in great cooperation.
3: Ouch. That was, for me, that was the most significant thing. I mean, there were some other things, too, that I yeah. think are really important. But he wanted to give, and I can't decide here, he wanted to give Mike McCarthy credit for what has was overall been happening. And I do give Mike McCarthy the, because, Mike, I think we really dove in on this earlier in the season when McCarthy was like, Kellen can't do that anymore. When it comes to the complimentary style of football, Kellen has to be smarter than that is kind of what we got from one of the things that he said. And that was kind of what Jerry said, you know, like Kellen's out here calling plays and trying to get his offense rolling and doing things. And he's like, hey, when it comes to overall, I got to make sure that we're balancing ourselves here very well so that we can make sure our defense doesn't get gassed by these things. Let's make sure we don't have three and outs. Let's try and work on those things that continue drives and scoring. Hey, if you're gonna put 40 on the board, you know, we'll make sure we're we're pass rushing. I
0: think this is all good. I I, I think that if Mike McCarthy's helping out Kellen Moore, that's yes. good. He has so much experience in calling games. Yep. And that if they're sounding more and more like a team rather than I took this job and your boy Wonder gets to do all this, if McCarthy's going, hey, I need tony pollard to be this in this and i need this to happen here i, I think that's a i think that's that's all good uh that yes. because i do like kellen Moore. i don't think he's bad at this but he is a little bit inexperienced Agreed. and so to have guys are like hey i need to 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 be controlled a little bit more like this I, you get past happy and him and Dak are good friends remember they're friends first
3: yep the i, I think mike you're on to something really good there because mccarthy kevin is like his patience with this job with Jerry and understanding all the different avenues he has to deal with and saying, you know what, I, that's a really good point. Not, ki- I'm not going to just, you know, kick out your boy Wonder. Yeah. I'm going to embrace it and see how he does and lend my, my approach to it and we'll see how things, I think that might be a good way that he's going about it. I like it.
2: Now, he's doing better than France is right now in the World Cup, but also... Eight minutes in.
0: Oh, no, and oh, a guy died. No. He,
2: they're going to have to amputate oh, his he's leg. He's is definitely hurt. Just one of the things that you were saying, and I, I saw somebody, it might have even been in the morning news, stop taking game by game as a decider on if Dak is a good quarterback. And I think that's a fair point. I think Kellen Moore, though, is the person who gets the most heat on that. From game to game, people go from, but they don't go from he's bad to he's great. They go from he's bad to Sean's question. Do you think he finally figured it out? And mm-hmm. that seems to be the bar of acceptance that people have for Kellen Moore, which is kind of interesting to me. Um,
3: you want to go to the left I, well? Thing? I want to go to I want to go to cut thirteen because the, no, hold on, that's not it. I want to go to cut eleven. Okay, because this kind of adds itself to that part of the conversation that we were just having. Cut eleven is. What is Mike McCarthy talking about when he says Jerry the GM is different than Jerry the Whoa.
4: owner? I, uh, I would assume he's talking about the, uh, uh, the idea of focusing on the job at hand, which is against the Giants, yeah, and focusing on that. And uh, he's absolutely correct. That's a little closer to the uh, actual snap. And uh, there doesn't need to be any attention spent away from those snaps if you're a player or you're a coach coaching that player from, uh, from uh, the New York Giants. They are the biggest threat we have for the rest of the year. So that's number one. Uh, but the same guy that's talking about going and getting a, a receiver uh, and uh, uh, going out here and making a move like that right now has got to be thinking past uh, Thursday, would you think? Yes, Beckham? sir. <laughs> huh? Yep. Beckham. So, uh, so how do you wear that? That's one of the advantages of being the owner and the general manager. Because if you're the guy that uh, isn't having to make that decision both ways, you're cutting the check. Uh, you got it all right there in front of you, and so you don't have to uh, – uh, when the opportunity to strike is there, you can get it. That's what well, it's always been around here, always.
3: It was interesting. I was surprised that he seemed
2: so surprised about the difference between Jerry, the owner, and Jerry, the GM. Surely he understands that narrative that has gone around for a long time. Yeah,
3: you got to decide who's talking whenever Jerry, the GM versus Jerry, the owner, is talking. You got to decide which one is it that I'm listening to right now. because GM has very different decisions to make on a daily basis. Owner does not. So, you know, kind of have to figure out which one is saying what at the time.
2: And, and when he said the Giants are the biggest threat, I, I took it from the perspective of because they're next. And whoever's next is the biggest threat or else that is going to be problematic if it circulates into Philadelphia.
3: From the uh, 612, what serious Cowboys fan doesn't know who Bullet Bob Lilly is? Okay. I hope they're just trolling right there. I appreciate that troll. Um, Let's go to cut nine. This is where news was broken, I believe. Oh yeah. Will Tyron Smith be the left tackle when he returns?
4: Well, Tyler's. When you say Tyler, uh, uh, Tyler back to left tackle. You mean uh, uh, Tyron Smith? Yes, Tyron's our left. Will be a left tackle when he returns. To answer your question,
3: there it is. Tyron. He said, and the question was kind of confusing from chop. But oh, also a little burn. confusing for Jerry. It's not
0: the best that we have Tyron and Tyler playing <laughs> yeah. the same position. Yeah, it's and their fault. Both yeah, Smith, obviously.
3: <laughs> but yeah, he said Tyron will be the starting left tackle when he when he returns.
2: I mean, that doesn't surprise me at all. I think Steven, in the most aggressive way Steven talks, conceded that to us a few weeks ago when he was like, I mean, look, look at his resume. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. And like, that's the closest Steven's going to go. Are you effing serious? You know. <laughs> but And so I appreciate that Jerry was like, uh, yeah. And then Karen Smith is the guy.
3: Lastly, I wanted I do want to get to this because, Kevin, I think we've always been interested in how this approach is done. Yeah. When you meet with a free agent, let's go cut 13. Do you treat treat it like a big business meeting?
4: Well, let's put it like this. Uh, uh, today, uh, because of, let's say, Dion, uh, today, uh, uh, the credibility of working with a player, uh, because uh, Dion Sanders and I uh, have a great relationship today and have had a continued relationship years and years after he quit playing. That was the that is the case with Michael. That is the case with many of these players, long after they put the football down or put to put gotten off the football field. That's an advantage when you're sitting down talking to Herschel Walker or you're talking to these guys because all they've got to do is pick up the phone and hear hear what happens after you quit playing. That's
3: that that's that right there, Kevin. I think is the one that locks it down. That is one hundred percent what we've always
2: thought, and 100% of what I also think gets the job done. You go talk to Odell Beckham. He's like, yeah, that's great. Go sign with the Giants. Mm-hmm. See how that goes afterwards. Look what we've done. We
3: Look what we've done with players great and small. Yeah. Jerry can pick up a phone, and if you need something, He can pick up a phone and make sure that it happens for you if he wants to.
0: I think Marcus Spears and Chris Canty were good players, Mm -hmm. so I don't want that to think that they weren't good players. They have major jobs on ESPN. Yeah. If Marcus Spears is drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs or Miami Dolphins or the New Orleans Saints— who cares? And, and, and he deserves that job. Do not get me wrong. He is very good. And Marcus Spears deserves the probably seven figures that he's making mm-hmm. at ESPN. Yeah, he does good work. But does he get that opportunity if he's a former Arizona Cardinal?
3: Probably not. Yeah, and, I, and not only that, locally, there are lots of things around here. Hey, $5,000 here, $500. You know, those things that build up your personality, that's just local. That doesn't include the yeah. fact that Jerry loves L.A. and o- Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. loves to be in L.A. Yeah. So, like, there, th- that is something that Jerry just made open to you, Kevin, is that I, I have the ability, the Cowboys' credibility allows them to call him to pick up a phone and say, Michael, what's going to happen when my career is done? Am I, am I, is this really going to work out for me? Am I going to say absolutely it will? Yes. Or even too tall to say absolutely.
2: I mean, and I agree with that a million percent. And that's why I think, look, Odell Beckham signs with the Giants, like right on. That's a neat story. If he signs with the Bills, it'll get some more traction.
3: The sports world will temporarily stop if he signs with the Cowboys.
2: People will be like, oh my God, did you see the World Cup?
3: There will be nothing else on ESPN. Yes. For. What a a week or two. Nothing. (laughs) And if he signs with the Bills, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, but that's." If he has a touchdown catch, guess what? That's all they're going to talk about that next day.
2: We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the Fan. Coming up next, college football on a Tuesday. The Big Ten might not be good at offense, but guess what? The mega showdown is
1: still set. We'll do it next right here on the Fan.
2: KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. And it's time for
0: college football on a Tuesday. Oh, thank you. It was Tuesday. For a second, I thought it was Wednesday. And I was like, I literally didn't do the power rankings.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we will get tomorrow. to power ranking. The power rankings tomorrow as part of our ninth annual peace We will start at 5.30 a.m. and go all the way to 7 p.m. The guest list includes... Derek Holland, who will, he's not a guest. He will be part of the show all day long. Plus, we'll have Micah Parsons, Michael Irvin, Zach Lowe, Bianca Belair, Flula, Marty Turco, Charlotte Jones. They will all be on the show tomorrow. And I'm not meaning like, hey, we found a clip of them talking. No, like, they will be on the show with us tomorrow, including the cavalcade of autographed and memorabilia items that we have up for auction.
0: I got you guys Christmas presents.
4: Already?
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: You want them tomorrow?
2: Look at you not respecting
5: Thanksgiving either. We need Thanksgiving to happen first.
0: I'm excited to give you presents. You just asked
2: if Thanksgiving got the shaft, and now you're like, I already got you Christmas
0: presents. Hey, I got you Thanksgiving presents, but don't expect Christmas presents. (laughs) Okay. How about that? What's What's (laughs) this
3: FC Dallas club seat ticket package, Kevin? Yes. What does that mean? So-
2: we have four separate ones of that that we got and they're going to be treating you like the vip that night so we got a four pack of tickets Plus premium parking, which means like really close right outside the stadium and a parking pass. So if you're a fan of FC Dallas, we have got that going and we have several of them. Plus, we have a year's worth of Blaze Pizza. If you want to buy that, that is now expanded to five different locations. Last year, it was only Rowlett. Now we're opening up to Rowlett, Frisco, The Colony, Arlington, Fort Worth. And we're going to have Blaze Pizza in studio tomorrow as well. Now, why don't you go ahead and fire off that clip right there from Michigan. With 12 seconds to go, it is good! Michigan hits the game-winning field goal to keep the dream alive. Undefeated Michigan. Undefeated Ohio State. By the way, it will be... Saturday right here on 105.3 The Fan. The biggest game of the year thus far. 10.30 a.m. pregame. Kick at 11. I am very excited about that game. I'm also excited that both of those teams are still undefeated.
0: Corey, can you believe that we are here in Dallas-Fort Worth, the Metroplex, and he decided to go with a game-winning field goal to start off his college football on a Tuesday and totally disrespected the mm-hmm. TCU Horny Frogs. Let's you, go well, to cut
2: number three, just in way. case that came up.
3: Wow, a run,
7: and now it's a total scramble. Emergency
1: mode for the unbeaten Horned Frogs. Hit no tone.
3: Okay, so I thought that one was over, man. I
0: was watching that live, and I wish I didn't cuss. (laughs) But when they ran the ball with under 20 seconds left, what the F are you doing? That play ended with 16 seconds left. I couldn't believe it. And then the interview afterwards uh, I always want to say Spike Dykes. I know it's his son, but yes, Sonny. Sonny Dykes. Said, no, we do this in practice every Thursday. We knew he had enough time, and I'll be damned if he didn't have enough time, trusted his field goal kicker from that distance, and said, we're not passing it anymore. We're going to just run it to the position he wants it. We're going to sprint onto the field. We're going to snap it with three seconds to go, and we're going to make this thing, and we're going to stay undefeated. It was A spectacularly crazy moment watching that game. Rooting for TCU, not against Baylor. I just root for a Texas team to make the Final Four. And
2: the only reason I didn't come back with that is because we'd come back with a whole bunch of TCU highlights in the past. But you're right. The coolest thing about, I know, the coolest thing about that clip, though, might be all the people on the Hill yeah. It looks like everybody, literally everybody in between the uprights on TCU. the hill is a TCU fan. Mm-hmm. So they can see <laughs> the ball is going straight through the uprights. It's good. We win the game. And they're all going berserk while the Baylor fans are like, son of a God. So freaking awesome.
3: It was. Like, I, I literally, I was like, man, I thought it was done. I thought it was the TCU had, you know, was falling off here. Oh. They're going to be done. And then that happened. It was awesome. Now, for
2: the Big 12 title game, obviously, TCU, they're fine. They're all set. Kansas State gets into the Big 12 title game with a win over Kansas or a Texas loss to Baylor. And on the flip side, Texas needs to beat Baylor and have Kansas State lose to get their rematch with TCU. Texas kept their hopes alive. Thanks once again, as usual, To B. John Robinson, who ran for 243 yards and had four touchdowns in their annihilation of Kansas. And now they need to hype Kansas up and be like, hey, this is a tough break, buddy. Get it going. Beat Kansas State so we can get into the Big 12 championship game. But it's possible.
0: Can I ask you a question based off of B. John Robinson having a great finish to his season here? Is that the person you hope is at the Cowboys picket somewhere between, yes. let's say, 25 and 32? Yeah, assuming... That's, that's the guy you want.
2: Assuming all other things are equal. Because I'm going off the assumption that it makes fiscal sense to move on from Ezekiel Elliott. And it's not going to make fiscal sense to go ahead and sign Tony Pollard. and B. John Robinson, who I think has got what it takes to be a big back. At the next level. Okay,
0: I mean, I, I know that more Texas fans want to know about Texas and their chances of playing in the Cotton Bowl, let's yeah. say, or or, or or something like that. But you know, seeing that kid run in highlights, I just I don't know. Is it a mistake to take him in the first round? I don't think so. I'm with you. It's just a I mistake. Don't think so, that, hey, you can franchise tag him for freaking forever, pretty much. So, I mean, you for can Pollard. keep him for yeah. seven years you know, if you want. You're- but- you keep them for five years after franchise-tagging them a year or, or picking up the fifth-year option, then franchise-tagging them. You have them for six years, and you say good luck the rest of the way.
2: Yeah, Absolutely. Now, let's talk about the service academies. This is going to be the most amazing college football thing you hear all day.
0: Do you want to go to the Army-Navy game at some point?
2: Yes, desperately.
0: Just tell Spittle we can go. You Not this year, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I, I think that would be amazing.
0: I think they want, it, want us to be there.
2: I would love to do that. I okay. would love to do that. Navy- beat Central Florida 21 to 17 Army beat Yukon 34 to 17 Air Force beat Colorado State 24 to 12. why does that matter those three teams who all won combined for zero completions and zero yards passing those three teams total threw the ball four times and completed none of them and they all won that's Crazy to me. So, And I know I'm more used to it with Navy. But yeah, Navy, 0 for 1, ran for 248 yards, though. Army, 0 for 1 passing, ran for 320 yards. Air Force, 0 for 2, ran for 359 yards rushing. Those teams went 0 for 4 passing, but had 927 yards rushing. Absolutely incredible fact right there how much college football do you get to watch on a saturday a pretty decent amount because we're especially because the kiddos been you know a little sick here and there is we don't go out just at this stage as much as we might otherwise and so man france came roaring back they fell behind one to nothing in the first eight minutes they have now put two on the board to take the lead over australia so we get the opportunity to stay at home and like take care of the baby, and my wife is super cool about it, and she doesn't mind if college football is on the TV
0: at all. And there's a lot of six kids right now. I think my wife yes. saw over, not her herself, but over 100 kids yesterday.
2: That, that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me at all. Now, I am very excited for Michigan and Ohio State. I think that game's going to be awesome. The rest of the Big Ten is awful at offense. Here are the scores from the weekend: Purdue seventeen to nine over Northwestern Michigan. We played that clip. Nineteen to seventeen over Illinois. Wisconsin fifteen to fourteen over Nebraska. Iowa thirteen to ten over Minnesota. We'll get back to that in just one second. This is the first time since nineteen sixty three the Big Ten had four conference games where neither one of the te- none of the teams got to twenty points. Mm. And just to hammer home how sad that was. The lowest recorded over-under betting total in history was the Iowa-Minnesota game. The over-under
0: for that game, 31 and a half. See, that's not good. They hit the under. Here's what is really good and how smart coaches are. Is three years ago and before, for about 10 years ago to up to three years ago, Offense had been dominating a lot of college sure. football. It's like I don't know how to look this. This kind of Mike Leach. Let's just give him a lot of credit for what happened in college football. It was like nobody f- could figure out how to stop this thing. Even even schools like Alabama was like we have to do this. We yeah. have to go to the have to adjust to to this type of system that is happening because it seems unstoppable. And now you're just seeing team after team after team put together defensive players and defensive schemes and really scheme first, player second. You have to have the talent to execute it, but it's really slowing down scoring. We're seeing it a little bit in the NFL too. It's just taken time for these defensive coordinators to go give me time i need hours upon hours upon hours to study these systems and i promise i will be able to slow them down and make them take the least favorable option out of what they're putting on the field you just have to give me time no
2: i i think that is a very savvy observation right there now i already told y'all that we've got michigan and ohio state coming up saturday right here on the fan michigan heisman hopeful blake quorum Used his NIL money to donate to buy and donate Thanksgiving turkeys. That's awesome. This is the second straight year that he's done that.
0: It's awesome. That I mean, is I know there's super a cool. There's a lot of money in college football, and I'll, I'll still have friends that are just like, I just don't like it, and I. I get where they're coming from. A very old, I, yeah. But, I, I mean, love it is. It is these. Also, not every young man, but a lot of these young men are taking some of that money, help support their families yep. that are in need, and yep. then also support other families that they don't even know of and and, and help out. So. They're not just taking the money and buying Maseratis or whatever. I know sure. that Quinn Ewers might have bought like a $100,000 yeah. car with his money, but I'm and sure... he's not that great. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and obviously, probably everybody who's giving him money is regretting giving yes. him money, honestly.
2: Should have given it to Bijan. Now, let's talk about the hilariously sad state that is Texas A&M football. Texas A&M broke the longest losing streak they've had in like, I don't know, 30, 50 years. A really long time. But... They played UMass and nobody cared to begin with. And then the game was super boring at the half. There is a video circulating and it is the saddest thing I have ever seen. I can't
0: believe I thought it was. I really thought it was fake.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Is it looked like there was about maybe a thousand people in the entire stadium? There were shirtless people running around handing their shirts to other people In part of the game. And here's the saddest part. The attendance was announced in the press box at 90,177. The press box erupted with laughter per an Aggie reporter. And that is usually like a try to be quiet bunch and everything like that. Yeah, 90,177, which was preposterous. And then I told you about the Big Ten earlier. Last thing I got for you, Purdue... They still won their game over Northwestern 17 to 9. But did you know an official called back a pick six and said, due to excessive high stepping? He didn't give him a dead ball or a, a, you know, a dead ball penalty and force on the kickoff. He called the pick six back for excessive high High stepping, Jeez. that is freaking ridiculous. By
0: the way, the tickets are now down to fifty. After seeing that picture, I had to look at what are tickets now because last week I said it's still over a hundred dollars to get they into the be. game. Yeah, for the LSU game, it is now down to as low as fifty nine dollars in the upper deck, and I think they're going to keep going down. Oh, for
4: I think a lot sure. of Aggies
0: are going to be like, "Look, I'd rather celebrate more of kind of the Thanksgiving yeah. weekend with family and stuff." So. Uh, it is not easy to get into A&M games, but I think for an LSU this fan. Is, especially
2: for an SEC game, this yeah. is your shot, man. Yeah. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, let's chit-chat with those fellas from the G-Bag Nation. See how Eric is feeling about the milkshake of doom. We'll do mm. it all next right here on The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan right now thank you very much for that and thank you to dnm leasing for always rocking our crosstalk gentlemen how is you today awesome how are you i'm doing very well i'm excited for tomorrow and the ninth annual peaceathon so i'm stoked
7: yeah i'm stoked too man Uh, i can't wait to take it all in and you'll be in studio uh, with us yes i'll be in at two uh uh i'll be smoking meats I'll be taking home some uh, Simpsons autographed Cheech and Chong art. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a big day for me. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. We have so much cool stuff. It is up if you just go to 1053 slash peaceathon. There are links directly to the My Possibility site if you want to donate, bid, et cetera, whatever. And from the 817, when is Flula? I'll be listening all day at work, but I want to make sure I catch that. He, Flula, will be on at 9 a.m. By the way, Tomorrow is also the day a new, like, pitch-perfect spin-off movie featuring Flula is dropping on Peacock. Yes, so
6: I
0: freaking love it. Really, little girl in
2: it, Anna Kendrick. I think she's got other stuff going on, and so they're like, "Let's take like some of the other." She's not singing with the cups anymore. Yeah, I do not believe that that is the case. Now, what was y'all's wave of emotions? During the second half of the World Cup match yesterday, the US and Wales World Cup.
7: Frustration. The Wales. When we talked yesterday, I was ecstatic. Yes. Okay. Since that penalty kick, I went from like a nine and a half out of 10. I've been down at about a four and a half ever since. Because
2: I I know it's not absolutely like this, but it almost feels like you win that game, one nothing, you are in. Yeah. Like, just just don't jack around against Iran, and then you're good to go. Now, whenever
7: they've opened with a tie, they've also advanced. And they'll have a good opportunity, you know, against England. I'm not ruling out victory. Uh, And then a great opportunity against Iran. Okay. I mean, England's better than last oh, time sure. we faced them, but sure, they sure, beat them sure. in 2010. Hell, Saudi Arabia beat Argentina this yeah. morning. Things happen all the time.
5: Yeah, I'm kind of grateful I don't have to do the postgame show for the Argentine match there against Saudi Arabia. I think we have a lot of callers that would call in and be really mean about it.
2: Well, Argentina, as they rolled into the World Cup with a 38-match unbeaten streak, which is second-longest in national team history, that was my selection to win the World Cup. And so I. What are you know doing, Haggy? Bracket bust. I know it's still feasible, but my God, does that feel like a bracket busted. <laughs> I right took there. Saudi
6: Arabia,
0: so
2: bleep oh, you, baby. Sure.
5: Yeah, you know, I, I tell you what's interesting. Uh, I think the last time, though, that Argentina lost a match like this, they lost to Cameroon. <laughs> And they oh, won and, the, world and, and cup. They the world cup. Yeah. So that's so, your, that's classic your saving go grace. There you so go. this
2: is the analytics would tell me this was the path to victory. Yes. Lose. You, need it, you needed, you yes. needed to lose yeah. to.
5: Yes. A team you, you you should have, i tell you what though, the Saudis, they've done a nice job of getting into the tournament and playing there in the middle East, the way they have, it's a, it's a really kind of a gritty squad, just, you know, cause my visit over there, I've learned a little bit about it yeah. and stuff, you know, they, they love their very passionate soccer fans over there. And, uh, no, great victory for them, great victory for the country as well.
2: I don't know. If y'all don't want to get into this, we can definitely move on to something else. But since we're talking about Saudi Arabia, since the World Cup is in Qatar, how do you feel about the concept of sports washing? <laughs> I could talk about something lighter if you guys would prefer. I mean, washing I or watching? <laughs> washing. Sports washing. washing.
7: out the sins of a country by yeah. just exactly. putting okay. Okay. Exactly. Okay. exactly. Man, I, I you know, I think there's a lot of different ways you can take in sports. For some people, like the the kind of stuff that you would sports wash away from is a very important topic in their lives. For others, like sports is an escape. From so any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. So, you know, I, I think it's kind of a choose your own adventure. I don't think you should be shamed if you watch it for an escape. Um, and I, you know, I, I wish it wasn't so awkward when you brought up the, the reasons that, you know, might be getting washed. Yeah. yeah. Because it, it, they're both a, a real legit part. And when it comes down to, like, humanity, like, this is horrible. You know, yeah. the, the, the atrocities that occurred in Qatar and, and you know, will, will occur elsewhere in order to put this on. You know, like, modern-day slave labor happened here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. People, it did. people were kidnapped for like a year and a half to build these things in deplorable conditions. And put in systems that they could not escape monetarily.
5: You're 100% right about that. I think that if you look at it, though, on the flip side of it for the, the folks of Qatar, they're like, why are we hosting this thing now? Because oh, now yeah. there's all these questions about the country. You know, they, they spent billions and billions of dollars on this. Hundreds of billions, yeah, if you believe and, some and estimate. They're, and, they're, and they're probably looking at it like, okay, we have our beliefs. We have our ideas. We, this is the way we, our country is. And now we're getting scrutinized by the world. Everybody, you know, we want this to be a celebration of sport. And because of the things that people have brought up, these, the atrocities and things that you're talking about, I'm sure there's a lot in that country right now that are going, why are we even hosting this damn thing? You know, and it's too do. late now. It's way too late. And, you know, there's, there's certain parts of the world that we, we don't understand. or we, you know, I, I mean, I was fortunate enough in my life to go and visit Saudi Arabia. There's that's a lot of, one of the reasons I thought. I, of that yeah. Too. I mean, and I, I, I met a lot of people over there that, that were just, they, they, they couldn't have been more welcoming to me. And, and I'll always remember that, but there are, there are problems around the world. and, I think, like I say, from from a Qatar perspective, they're probably going. This this is this just wasn't worth it for us. This yeah. just wasn't worth it as a country.
7: for I us. mean, they don't even want a rainbow flag and a cold beer in public. Yes, you know they yeah. they probably no they should not be hosting this event with, you know, because now they have to sacrifice what's important to them. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: I know this is a weird and very they, dramatic they pivot. They're
0: not. Yeah. Yeah. They
4: there's.
7: Are. Yeah
0: they're allowing that. I thought I saw somebody that they weren't allowed to go in with a rainbow. He eventually
7: team. got in okay. and then and FIFA sent the the country a, a message saying if we hear any more about this, we will suspend the games. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. A very strange pivot, I know, but how are you feeling about your book Shake of Doom?
7: Not good. Okay. Do you like Thanksgiving. Food? What do you fear the See, most in this? That's what's. That's what I was just talking to Walchuk about off air. Was yeah, I'm, like
8: I'm feeling for him a little bit. This is
7: wasn't something I had considered yesterday, but it kind of dawned on me today. Of like, yes, of course, I love Thanksgiving food and I love Thanksgiving and we look forward to it every year. And now this is going to like kind of. Ru- I, I'm concerned that it's going to ruin actual Thanksgiving for me because I'm drinking turkey, yeah. and, and rolls and pies I, and I, yams. I, I,
8: I got sweet
5: corn for you though, and. It does yeah, smell you're a great
8: friend, bro. It doesn't smell good. Now I will say I I have been the guinea pig and I I took a little sip yeah. of this. Oh. And it, it's not it it's very sweet. It's it's not good. I th- I think that this entire thing, if Eric's able to consume it, it's not gonna sit well.
0: I do like getting a, a like a little mashed potato gravy, turkey, cranberry sauce. Right. I do like getting I all know. that on one piece of of yeah. one yeah. bite. So does yeah, Jay. One Gruden. bite. Yeah, it,
8: you're gonna love the audio we play at five o'clock, Mike. You're gonna need to be locked into that.
7: Second. When we drew last night, the five items that it was going to be, he literally drew the five that you would pick. It's yeah, true. like there was green bean casserole yeah. and a bunch of junk in there, there was that didn't get picked. Turkey neck bag. And I, I heard that. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was gonna be a breeze for him, but the closer we get in the reports of what it smelled like. I think, I think we're going to have a sick Chiafalo no, coming up at 2.20. It'll, it'll be like a bad tequila experience for him. I don't know if he's going to be able to eat Thanksgiving after this. I was this. irate.
8: I was furious. I was like, our guy just got off the hook. This is a bet payoff. You're eating all the delicious items. But now when you get them all blended together, and I'm still de- – my, my back has broken out after waxing. I look like I've got yeah. a l- bunch of little mosquito bites back there. I'm still mm. dealing with after <laughs> effects. <laughs>
7: But it, it is <laughs> Which makes no. me feel a little bit see. better about my pay see. payoff you today. See this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sh- show show uh, show Baskey the same way you showed the Hot La Grande girl down the street earlier. He well, absolutely ruined his chances with her. And while he didn't know he had the bumps on his back, and he's like, "Look yeah. how smooth it is." She was like, "Oh, it's my. like he's got chicken pox. I
0: saw a lot of backs like that in the early two thousands <laughs> in baseball. <laughs> oh, steroid oh backs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah, They're but I'm not doing well. steroids, Mike. You well, know, not yet. I'm not looking forward.
2: to till the maintenance point. For you, Eric. I'm very sorry. I did like listening to y'all logistically on the fly figure out, oh crap, we probably need to do this drawing today if we're going to do it tomorrow. <laughs> like, I really enjoyed that. You're like, oh yeah, we'll do the payoff. Well, hold on. Peace a thon's going on. And you're like, we got to draw this today and figure it all out. I appreciate y'all putting that together. 220. Going to get started. What else do you guys got coming up on the program today?
7: Pure Gold, as always. Thanks for asking. Uh, we'll have everything that's been developing uh, here in, in the next five minutes in our opening segment. Christy Scales joins us at four all with right. a conversation with the sideline reporter.
2: Looking forward to that roll home with the G Bag Nation. Don't forget tomorrow, ninth annual Peace We kick off at 5 30 a.m. Go all the way to 7 p.m. for My Possibilities. 1053thefan.com slash peace-a-thon if you want to check everything out we'll catch you guys tomorrow right here on 105 through the fan
1: t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today